You're listening to Supervision with a Vision, where we discuss all things supervision. I'm your host, Sarah, professional counselor, marriage and family therapist, play therapist, eating disorder specialist, and cookie lover, with my co-host, Heather, marriage and family therapist, certified together in Texas counselor, a Texas transplant from California, and outdoor adventurer. Hi, welcome to Supervision with a Vision. Today, Heather and I are talking about allowing our supervisees room to grow and play. This week, we read Let Kids Have Fun on the Sports Field, published in Psychology Today 2024. This seems like a fun article, Heather. Um, The first point that they made is the, the value or the importance of letting kids be kids. Um, And of course, we're talking about supervision and supervisees. So how do we let supervisees be supervisees? I think that's kind of down to the kind of brass tacks of being a supervisor is not giving them everything, Mm -hmm. like letting some space for them to figure out how they do it. Mm -hmm. Um, If we are too, like, have too many expectations or too many ideas about how structured it needs to be, Uh they won't figure out what I think they need. Yeah, absolutely. I can see this if we're talking about parents and their kids mm-hmm. and also supervisors and supervisees that is there's this funny jumping off point mm-hmm. that in as in the training of being a counselor in class you're right there, you're teaching them ideas, you're practicing skills, but there's no there's at some point the, the new counselor has to be in a room with a with a client by themselves. By yes. themselves, right? right. Um, so it can feel daunting that there's there's like not a complete way to ease into that. You sure. have to just at some point start doing it. Um, but I think we ease into it within the profession. There, oh, like yeah. when you were in school, did you the first time? I think I had a class. It was something 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 skills. Yes, <laughs> um, but. We actually practiced on each other Uh that another uh, classmate would come to class with a relatively simple, not not a very complex concern, um, but you would practice your counseling skills, some basic skills on them Mm -hmm. using that issue. Mm -hmm. So in a room, um, I think even the very first time, I think we just grouped up in the classroom. Mm -hmm. So we just pulled our chairs close to each other. Very familiar. But maybe something like, um, I don't know, what would be a simple, a simple problem? Like time management in grad Mm -hmm. school. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, everybody's feeling that at that point. Um, And you're not bringing in trauma or something that that has a lot of elements. It's Mm -hmm. more simple or or you make it more simple. Um, But same with kids and supervisees right, right. That you can, there's you can help some of that along but at some point like okay it's time for you to try it's time mm-hmm. for you to practice and use it and do it and right. i can't be there the whole time right have you said you can't give you can't give them everything along right. the way um what what do you think happens when you have a supervisee that's asking you to give them each little step mm-hmm. or each little piece i think it's about doling out enough to make them do it on their own like i'm okay Mm -hmm. the first time they're going to run a group and they need help with some ideas or they're Mm -hmm. overwhelmed absolutely i will tell you about some groups i've done before in whatever topic Mm -hmm. but after i've kind of gone through that maybe once or twice in supervision then i'm going to start asking what are you doing in group next week 
And so mm-hmm. I'm asking them to come up with something or saying, did you find any other activities you wanted to do? How are mm-hmm. you going to change that activity? So it's from you, not from me. Okay. So I, I do think that's so much like play therapy. It is. Like, um, <laughs> that, you know, maybe in play therapy, you have a kid client who they want you to do something for them right. every time. Right. And instead of doing it for them, you do it with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and when you're doing it with them in the very beginning, maybe you're doing right. the majority of it, but they're involved in yes. some way. Yes. Um, like pulling the lid off a Play-Doh container. Right. Exactly. Right. That, I mean, for some little hands and a, and a brand new Play-Doh container, mm-hmm. that is right. kind of hard. Right. But I would kind of start it mm-hmm. and get the lid off a little bit, but then hand it back to right. them. Okay. You can do this. Now, yep. yeah. And yep. we're doing it together. Right. So you're saying with a supervisee, you do that too. That, yes. Okay. Let's get started. I'm going to help you, but we're doing it together. Mm-hmm. And gradually, then they're doing it and you're not involved anymore. Right. right. And that you might even ask, I mean, like the way that you described it is kind of like asking them to teach it to you back. backwards. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Which we know is a good way of learning, mm-hmm. that if you're teaching, then you're learning it, whatever yeah. the thing is, the content or the task at a different level. Right. Okay. Um, and so you're saying group activities, that happens. Mm-hmm. What I think, I feel like I do this a lot with supervisees, having hard conversations with parents oh, yes. of clients. Yes. Or yeah. having hard conversations with an adult client where you realize there's going to be conflict Mm -hmm. or a limit set that might be difficult. That might be difficult. I mean, I do a lot of role playing for that Mm -hmm. and talking about how it could go, Mm -hmm. but part of our profession is we can never predict exactly what's going to happen. (laughs) I think the fun part is that you can never predict. Engage. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I like, um, I think I do. I have ended up doing a lot of that uh, role playing around, how to talk to parents, maybe with setting a limit or mm-hmm. um, something that f- giving feedback that you don't feel like they're going to be very open to or very right. happy about. Um, I think role playing helps yeah. a lot. Uh, what about doing um, the first time someone has to do like a abuse report mm-hmm. or have contact maybe with their client went to like in treatment somewhere mm-hmm. like that they need to contact them. All of those things can feel really big at yeah. the very beginning. Yeah. Um, as you're saying that, it's making me think, I, I definitely role play that, but you and I first started out today talking about being more hands-on and then mm-hmm. gradually less hands-on. Have you ever actually done one of those things with a supervisee it, with the idea of we're doing it together and then next time you're going to do it more on your own? I think one time mm-hmm. it kind of came down to, you're going to make this report because mm-hmm. it's actually the law and you have to do it. Right. Um, and they were very hesitant. And I felt like I, that handholding in that moment was what needed to happen. Yeah. I'm kind of rethinking that. Cause certainly I've had supervisees where we role play, but I'm well aware that they're uncomfortable mm-hmm. or not confident. And maybe even to the point where I'm thinking, I don't think they're actually going to do it. Right. That maybe that would have been an opportunity for me to do it with them. Right. In order to help this process right. along. Right. But I'm, then we're doing it together and then I'm supporting mm-hmm. you and then I am letting mm-hmm. you do it on your own. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe next time that comes up, I'm going to rethink and See, think about, yeah, if I, if in that scenario, I feel like doing it together at least once yeah. might be helpful. Um, what about, I mean, that's abuse reporting, which 
right. happens. I mean, we walk people through that. Would you ever do that for a tough conversation with a client? Would you get involved in that way? Mm-mm. I think I would let them navigate that on their own. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, I don't think it's great for their client to have yeah. another person in the room because that even feels kind of yeah. I don't. I don't know when the last time that came up because the. I mean, if your supervisee doesn't work at the same location right. as you, then it, it's not right. practical. But I can remember in the past having supervised people where I did work at the same location, so it. Mm-hmm. Could have been possible, but I felt like it undermined their, their, um, power Mm -hmm. in the situation, their, their ability as a professional or their authority as a Mm -hmm. professional. Um, if I were to come in and do it with them, then they're not quite as professional as I am, at least in the eyes of the client. Mm -hmm. And so I haven't ever done that. Um, but maybe there could be a time yeah, it, I, where that would be useful. Maybe. I just, maybe if yeah. you had, maybe if the client dynamic was that the supervisor had a relationship with part of the that system. Yeah. That and can, then the, right. so maybe like you, you are the couple's counselor mm-hmm. and your supervisee is the, is doing parenting with them right. that you might be involved. Right. But, they might already know you. I think if I already right. had a relationship with a client, that might be a more open door. Okay. Yeah, me. I think the so too yeah. that it wouldn't. Then it wouldn't be. I'm stepping in, and we haven't built a relationship, mm-hmm. but there's already a foundation between you and the client. Mm-hmm. But I think. I mean, as we're thinking through this, I think it means that you you could examine each situation and determine right, and determine what you need or what, what what amount of support you provide and right. what you don't. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that was the point in the, the in the, the first point in the article is that allowing people to grow and practice and try and do it themselves is really important. Right. Um, The next important step in this article was that this process allows supervisees, or in the article's case, kids, Kids. (laughs) uh, to build trust and believe in themselves. 100%. Once you've done some of those hard tasks the first time and you've gotten through it, the next time you do it, it's easier, number one. But number two, you already have a pathway. You uh-huh. already know. The first time I ran a group was so overwhelming because, oh, here, you're the leader and you're supposed to do this with these eight people. Oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and manage all of those things that are going on in the room. It's a lot of work. But after you've done it once or twice, you kind of get a mm-hmm. rhythm mm-hmm. and you kind of know. And I think once supervisees figure their rhythm out, yeah, then it lets them be confident. Have you ever had a kid client or a supervisee and they're almost their automatic response is, oh, I don't do that because I can't. Right. Or, yes. oh, I don't do right. that because I don't, I'm, right. I don't know how to do that. Oh, guess what we're going to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> do it scared. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've seen that more and at least in a more obvious way with kid clients. Yes. Where maybe it's like, oh, a really young client who's... Sh- shoe comes untied Mm -hmm. and instead of trying or doing something about it they just like put their foot out at you right they're just like hey yeah they just like stick their foot and you're like what i mean like they just no words they just have the expectation that you will tie my shoe because it's untied right Right. now um i can think of you know opening containers Mm -hmm. um oh i know i'm working with a kid with um arfid an eating disorder. And we were doing a food exposure and trying a food they hadn't tried before. Okay. And I was both explaining and doing it with them. Mm-hmm. And 
um, I said, we're going to do it together. And they went, oh, good. And just handed it to me. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Here, do it. Right. And I went, oh, no, that means you're going to try and I'm going to try. try. We're both going right. to do it. Um, so th- that was new. That yeah. wasn't what they expected. Um, but maybe a supervisee like you're describing that they come to you and go, okay, so I'm supposed to, I'm going to be in charge of CBT group. Right. <laughs> and they expect that you're going to tell them what to do right. for every right. CBT group right. that they're going to lead. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of with supervisees, once they get the rhythm down of what it is, whether it's a hard parent phone call that's going to be conflict, or if it's a group, or if it's reporting something, I think once they get over the mindset or the hurdle of like just doing it the first time, mm-hmm. it almost becomes like, oh, I did that and it was fine. Like I navigated it. Yeah. I almost, I think that I see a shift in supervisees when they realize they're doing it. Right. You're already doing it. Like when, like when you're teaching a kid to ride a bike and all of a sudden they're like, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. I think I see that in my supervisees. Absolutely. When they start, it isn't new every single time, but they can walk into a session and meet with a new client Mm -hmm. and they've got it. Right. Or they don't hesitate to pick up the phone and talk to another professional, or Mm -hmm. they don't need to do a lot of preparation or research to write a note. Right. That's something I just know how to do that. I just do that already. Um, And I think I can see a change in their confidence overall. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so somehow there's a shift when they are building trust and building belief in themselves as a yeah. counselor. Okay. The last point in this week's article is that play is an opportunity, right? Um, do you think that you have supervisees that feel like you're making them or you're giving them a hard time or you big meanie supervisor, you you're expecting so much out of them. Uh, yeah, maybe sometimes mm-hmm. I think, especially when it comes to, and I know we've talked about this, we probably need to do a podcast on this, but note taking mm-hmm. when I'm like, yeah, every once in a while, especially new, new supervisees, I'm like, okay, I want to like, you know, see what your notes look like. And I'm like, Oh, Oh, Notes are not three pages. Like, yeah. oh, this is not how this is. We actually don't need every detail, you know, and, yeah. and learning to find tooth, like fine comb through some of that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and what are the important parts to put down. So I think it happens there. Mm-hmm. But I also think sometimes when I go, okay, like here, like you got this now, try it, try it my way. Like try how I do my notes. And yeah. they go, oh. And I'm like, well, I don't want all of your notes to look like my notes. I just yeah. want them to be what works for you. Um, and I also think this happens. I have um, a supervisee that has only worked in the same location the entire time. Mm, and yep. their notes are on a uh, format that they have to yeah, do exactly. Sure. All of a sudden, they're transitioning to a, a, new, job a new job. And they're like, I'm just supposed to do my own notes. And I was like, yeah, yep. yeah go ahead. Well, um, I kind of don't remember any of that. <laughs> from school and I've done it this way for two years at this clinic and now I have to come up with figure out your own way yeah Yeah. um I think well I remember a time when I felt like this um when I first started working at with eat with kids with eating disorders um it's not really what I chose right you just Uh, (laughs) right I I wanted the job and some percentage of the job involved working with kids with eating disorders. And I actually told them, I am so excited. I'm ready to do everything and anything, but not that. Right. Um, I probably (laughs) will hurt those kids. And so just like, just, but anything else you want to have me do, I'm ready. I'm excited. And they said, 
no. Right. No, we're going to train you and get you ready, but you're going to do that too. Right. You're going to do that too. Oh. But that was my reaction. I went, no, 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 thanks. I, uh, I'm, right. I, I, I bet I can be plenty busy doing other things. Um, so definitely my reaction was that does not feel like an opportunity. Right. This does not feel opportunity. This yeah. feels scary. Yeah. Like, no, thank you. Right. I can do without that. Um, but it certainly, it was an opportunity. I didn't see it that right. way at the beginning. Um, what about, Play is an opportunity, you know, growing or, or learning or these different things that you might do is, a, is an opportunity. Um, maybe that not just the client they don't want to see, but they don't want to do some of the tasks. Oh, yeah. The, the, they're like, ugh, right. um, record keeping. Mm -hmm. Right. Or, ugh, reporting, abuse reporting. Mm -hmm. Yuck. Um, difficult conversations with parents. Ugh, right. Yuck. Those are hard things. They're mm -hmm. not, they don't seem fun when mm -hmm. you're doing them, mm -hmm. but they do make your job easier if you do them well. Mm -hmm. and I think that's the important shift is like, if you can have great conversations with parents without offending them, mm -hmm. then it's a great opportunity yeah. for growth. Yeah. Um, what about, I, I mean, I think actually that I've changed some of the questions that I ask or or the things that I'm noticing when I'm starting with a new supervisee or considering. Um, what if you have a supervisee who's actually not that interested in learning or growing? Oh, that's tricky and hard. Um, I, I now at this point, I think I kind of steer away from yeah. this. And I know you and I get to do that. Right. <laughs> um, but not all supervisors do. That right. if you work at an agency or you're told who your mm -hmm. supervisees will be, you don't always get to yeah. choose or steer away from someone that just kind of isn't that interested right. in new opportunities or or right. playing. Right. And exploring mm -hmm. what could be possible. Um what would you do then? Can you think of the last time that you had someone that just wasn't that interested in Not opportunities? Really. Right. I think that I can't come up with one from my particular, like when I was a supervisor, but I have a person that I worked with that I felt that way about. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, they really make their job hard. <laughs> like, oh. Just like they never stepped up to do any of the extra things or mm -hmm. to like help out around the um, agency I was working in. It was like, you know how there's just certain things that I don't know that we do as counselors, like cleaning up the playroom, mm -hmm. like, and like, actually, I mean, there's one thing about resetting it after your clients in there, but like actually going through and like picking like stuff mm -hmm. out that's broken or mm -hmm. like there are people out there that just don't have that you know, yeah. they're not involved in that. They're like, yeah. oh, nope, not interested. I mean, listening, listening to what you're saying and thinking that you and I do um, choose supervisors mm -hmm. in a more selective way. I think we're also saying it's not a personality match for you and I. Right, right. And right. so for that reason, well, yeah. we'd end up not having very many of those. Yeah. And I think that's, I also probably would put out there, like if I was picking that up at the very beginning, I'd be, you know, obviously wouldn't take that one on if I had to take it, if it was assigned to me. Mm -hmm. I think we'd be talking about who else they could see, like, yeah. very soon after. Mm -hmm. This isn't going to be a great fit. But hopefully, if supervisors are in that spot, they're part of the hiring process. Yeah. Maybe also, I mean, this, I still think this is, this is my lens that, that who wouldn't want to feel confident mm -hmm. or trust themselves or believe mm -hmm. in what they're doing that maybe if you can help a supervisee to see that that they are growing or right um feeling more confident that they might then become more interested in the I opportunity agree. right yeah 
Um, so maybe that's the the way you look at it when you are assigned someone mm-hmm. or you find yourself working with a supervisee that doesn't seem that interested in new opportunities, that maybe the more opportunities they have, the more they get the the positive result right. and the more open they are to it. I like it. Nice mm-hmm. summary. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Heather and I would love to hear about ways that you allow your supervisees to grow and be themselves. Um, we also would love to hear ideas for future episodes of Supervision with a Vision. Thanks for listening today.